2: hey good evening sports fans and welcome to let's talk cfl podcast episode number 453 i'm your host christopher jones and let's talk some football cfl football canadian football we're gonna talk some american football maybe not nfl not ncaa maybe some xfl i don't know what are we going to talk about who knows uh charles put an agenda together and we're going to talk about a whole pile of things including some very stupid people um gary lawless oh, speak of the devil yeah He's he's in the news. And and then there's there's like an article about Chris Strebler. Like he shouldn't be in the news. I, I don't know what's going on. CFL's forming committees and three downs writing articles. The whole world's gone nuts. OK, anyhow. Uh, yeah, there's not much to talk about tonight. Uh, w- you know, I last week we talked about a bunch of things and we talked about, you know, the agenda, whatever else. And. Uh, then we uh, went off and talked about something that I was talking about or I was thinking of, and it was I'm writing a series of uh, articles, uh, putting an essay together on the CFL and its future. And the first one I kind of put out there, uh, got some pretty interesting reviews here, there, and everywhere, and I think we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I, I seriously can't believe the level of stupidity That CFL fans have now if you are a CFL fan which I hope you are because you'd be listening to the podcast don't take this personally unless you really think you're stupid um but if you don't think you're stupid look at some of the comments that you make think about if somebody had said those to you and then go oh man what a fucking idiot and if you said those then you're stupid okay and it it's kind of weird because, you know, why would you say some of the dumb shit like, you know, it's like really some of the women would do, when they go out and you look at them and they go, did you look in a mirror before you went out? Like, seriously, look at what you're looking, you know, and it's the same thing. Like, do you read what you're going to write before you hit the end button, send button? I mean, uh, or do you just send out shit that just falls out of your mouth? And I mean, you really got to be quick on, on your feet to be able to do that. And that's why it's difficult to actually be on this show, because we make you talk. We make you think faster than what your most normal people do, because you got to say things on spur of the moment and not sound like a complete bloody moron. OK, and it's it's a fact. I mean, Will and I were talking about this just before the show starts. And that's reasons why there's a lot of people that don't come on the podcast is because they honestly can't think fast enough to have a conversation that just comes back and forth like bullets at you. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it doesn't. Okay? There are ways around that, of course. But, you know, we can still just, oh, man. Come on. Okay, I've opened all the mics up. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. I'm just ranting. So, um... Uh, welcome to the show, Mark. How you doing? How a line up this time?
3: Doing good, doing good. Little freaking cold, and it would be nice if it would stop burning out west so that I could get some sunlight again.
2: Well, it's not. Actually, you know what? B.C. is having a really good fire season. We've had some big fires, but they're not that bad, and and we pretty much got them contained pretty quickly. So any smoke that you're getting out there ain't from us. It's not out west. It's It's down south.
3: No, it's Oregon. Yeah,
2: it's down south.
3: Oregon and Washington, apparently.
2: Oh, California's not real happy right now, either.
3: (laughs) Well, if we're getting smoke from California. That's really going a long way.
2: But yes, oh, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of it's coming from California. Trust me.
3: We haven't had sun in like four days. All it is is haze. So I can only yeah. imagine what it's been like in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, it. Crap. It. Yeah. I was hoping to go back to work in October, but now it's November. So. Oh really? They extra put it extra off, month have of they? semi-retirement. Yeah, there's still no bookings.
2: Oh, so now oh. it's not so much you put off because of COVID. You're, you're, you're laid off because of lack of work.
3: There is no work for there the last no month. The hotel. I don't know if you... yeah, you guys probably would understand it. They're running at about eleven percent occupancy. Cool. Yeah, you know, it's really hard to have any staff at a hotel with that. That's like four rooms or five rooms kind of thing. So. And no ban- banquets at all.
2: No, I, I, I don't even know how you can actually have a banquet.
3: Well, we do have a wedding coming up for 50 people, and it's in a room that we can sit 500
1: So, Everybody spreads out majorly. Huh? It
3: is interesting times. It does. Have, it has shown. I'm sure it's fuck not ready for retirement.
2: No. No, why not? It's boring. Oops.
3: I don't have a ranch with a ton of acres
2: to play on. Oh, dude, man, you could come here. I have a cabin here that you guys could come and live in. Just just work. Just work. You can stay for free. Just work. I have so much to do right now. The winter's coming. It's only like six weeks away. Uh Uh-huh. It's scaring the shit out of me. Yep. Okay. So, um, Charles, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm good.
1: Just sitting here fighting through the smoke and everything. Yeah. Fun days. But we're surviving. Just stay, staying normal, or as normal as it can be.
2: There's nothing normal about what we're doing right now.
1: No. Hasn't been for a while, but they call it the new normal.
2: For some reason, yeah. I hate that phrase. I don't know why. You, you know what? The, the one phrase that I really absolutely hate is a near miss. Yeah. Uh, you either missed or you didn't. Okay. I, I, I nearly missed you, so I fucking smacked you good. Hey, eh? is that what yeah. you're telling me? Yeah. no, they, they, they write up a report that this was a near miss, and, and, and I'm going – uh, it, no, it was a miss. <laughs> there was nothing near about it. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, yeah. Okay. Anything else?
1: No, no not nothing really.
2: Let's uh, let's bring it's in the Charles guy, or the Will William. Yes, Christopher. How you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm good. I'm cool. trying to keep up. Oh, shut up. And <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um I'm good. I'm good. I uh they just announced in Calgary yesterday that hey, we are going to continue to wear masks until at least December 14th. Well, that's exciting. Ye- Not yee-ha. And And I also heard today, or yesterday I heard, that there's all kinds of outbreaks in Calgary schools currently, because the students went back. And guess what they consider an outbreak? One person? Two. Two people. Like, could you use a little less scary word, okay, than outbreak? Okay? Because... It's kind of not really an outbreak with two people. Okay? Outbreak makes me think of that movie with the monkey that bit people. That, started that, like that, that. Yes, sir. Started that's like a worldwide crisis and yeah. people dying within twelve hours. Okay. Yeah, that's what I consider an outbreak. So, well, so I wasn't
0: really. Well, go
2: ahead. Uh, I, you know, I just had this discussion with somebody, and they said that they, you know there was one point seven million people last year died of tuberculosis. Right? And well, yep. per, and the, uh, you know, the, we're having a tuberculosis pandemic. Well, it's not a pandemic. Pandemic is a fast-moving epidemic, only it's globally. Coronavirus, right. or COVID-19 has been found in just about every country of the world. So that makes it global. Yes. okay. And it, sure it happened guess. within weeks, okay? From the time that you contracted to the time that you are theoretically could die. It's about two weeks, two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fast acting. Okay. In anybody's book.
1: Absolutely.
2: Okay. So I agree. To me, this is a global pandemic. Okay. Anybody who doesn't call it that is a moron. And anybody who says that it's not serious is a moron. Okay. Because there are a lot of those, trust me. There are. There's a lot of people right now. Okay. And more and more every day. And you know what? Idiot. I don't believe in masks, OK? I don't. And I think I've gone over this and over this and over this before, is they only stop you from spreading the virus. They don't stop you from contracting it, and it's a 70 percent effective at, at, at preventing you from spreading it, OK? Which I think is wonderful. So if you've got the virus, you should be wearing a mask. No. If you've got the virus, you should stay the fuck home. OK. And yes, yes, I understand the fact that you might not know that you have the virus and you'd be spreading the virus, but the odds of that, for me, it's zero. Okay, It's absolutely right. not, not going to happen there. So I'm not going to wear a mask, and I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. And, if, and here's the, the kicker, right? There's people out there that are going into a store that says you're required to wear a mask or wash your hands or whatever else, right? And they're losing their shit on the people. When I grew up, there were signs everywhere that said no shirt, no shoes, no, no service. service. You still okay? see that sometimes. Nobody lost their shit. They just accepted the simple fact that if you didn't have a shirt on, you weren't allowed to get service there. You, you couldn't go into a restaurant. You couldn't do anything. Uh, there are many golf courses that if you don't wear a collar, you can't play golf. Right? Do you see people losing their shit at the golf course? Yes, but that's because of their putting. It's not because they're not wearing a collar. Okay? So when a business asks you to wear a mask, you either comply or don't use the business. Right? There's that video of that guy in Montreal that got pepper sprayed, right, by the police who overreacted. No. He went into a business. They asked him to put on a mask. He told him to fuck off. They asked him to leave. He told him to fuck off. They called the police. The police came. They asked him to leave. He told him to fuck off. They, they tried to escort him out of the building. He resisted arrest and punched one of them, and he got pepper sprayed. What do you expect? If that was America. You would have got shot and deserved it. Well,
1: no, I was going to say, I was going to say, was he black? He would have got shot.
2: No, because I say that like, out loud. Whoops, sorry. Yeah, did. Yep. But it was in Montreal, so uh, odds are, you know, it, it, it's Canada. We don't shoot black people. We don't lynch them. We don't do all sorts of other things.
3: If it was Cigarette to Quebec, that's just standard operating procedure, anyway.
2: Yeah, I, I'm seriously like, come on, people, just respect others. And that's all it, this is about. This is about respect. This isn't about and, um, reprogramming you to follow orders or, you know, and I understand this, the, the conspiracy theories that are out there and everything else. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying it's not applying. Give your head a shake. They, somebody asks you to wear a mask, wear the fucking mask, or don't go there. I won't wear a mask. I'm yeah. not going there. Well,
3: Plus, and the all these people. only doing what they're being asked and or told to do. Yeah. The guy working at in, at the cash register isn't making the policy.
2: No, no, don't be giving him shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Charles, all go these ahead. People saying,
1: uh, I was just saying all these people saying, "Oh, well, you can't make me uh, wear a mask." Uh, it's a private business and the private businesses set their own rules. So sorry, yeah they can. No so
2: they, they can, have their own Charles, rules. Charles, hang on hang what? on. They cannot make you wear a mask. No but they but do they not have refi- to let you in their establishment. You, yeah, that's what I mean. They can refuse you entrance. Yes. And
1: the people are like, Oh, that's violating my rights. No, it's not. No, it's not. They uh no, they no. own their own they own the business. They can um set their own rules and if you want to Uh, go into this person's business, you've got to go by their rules, or you don't go in. It's as simple as that.
0: Yeah.
1: But, whatever. Will, you started uh, this. What do you got to say about it? Um, You know what? Because I'm an extremely, believe it or not, I'm an extremely... I can get very emotional about things.
0: No, so, not you.
1: So, so just to save myself from having an argument, I wear a mask. Okay, and and I've just sent you guys pictures because you know what? If you, if you gotta if you gotta go with the flow, you might as well be a fashion icon. Okay.
0: <laughs> and I
1: got all kinds of masks, so
0: I like that I one.
1: That. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, they match my shoes, and and they're all Star Wars, so my grandsons like them.
2: Oh, I want like the Star Wars
1: uh, mask. You know, I you know so I, you I have
2: I had no idea you were a Star Wars fan. the yeah, The, the smiley Wars. face sailor one is not a Star Wars one.
1: No, no, but the black one is if you look at it really close, okay. yeah, it's
2: got the tie fighters yeah, on actually, it. you can see that yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, and then and then they they all these are this this is only two masks, they have a reverse side to them, okay, so okay, and uh yeah, so my my uh big shout out to my stepson's mother in law who makes masks, and she made me my own special set of masks, so so, and her husband wears the same ones. And my grandsons love them. And I also have a a football one as well. So, and she made my uh, steps on a Raiders mask. So, you know, but yeah, I mean, hey, you want to go with the, f- I'm going to, I'm going to have fun doing this if I have to do this. Okay. It's that simple.
2: No, and yeah. I you, wanted a,
1: I you wanted a lion's mask. I didn't
2: want to pay 15 bucks.
1: No, I get and, that too. I get that And I too. heard
2: the lions masks are, are not very good. They're 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 more plastic than anything, oh, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I, I've been heard there's a lot of complaining about them.
1: You know, and I and I I still have to tell you, I'm not wearing my mask in my car. Okay. Good. Just no, that Good. Out. No. Okay. Nobody should be. That's weird. Well, and I've heard the, the the I've heard the reasoning behind it is that people they put their mask on when they get in their car because they don't have hand sanitizer to wash their hands every time they touch their face when they go to put their mask on. Which I don't know if where you guys have been lately, but there's fucking hand sanitizer everywhere, man. I mean, everywhere. It's everywhere. Every time I turn around, there's a bottle of hand sanitizer. Okay,
2: so, I, I just found an article. This guy's my hero. Okay, I gotta find this. His name is George Porto Sierra, and he uh, isn't. He's been arrested in Florida at, for trying to barbecue a child molester. That's terrible. Barbecue him set them on fire and kill them. Oh,
1: that's terrible. What a waste of a good barbecue.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, there was one guy that got 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 arrested. He was going through the uh sex offenders list that the police department put out, and he was systematically killing them all.
1: I'm sorry, if you're a child molester, I have no sympathy for you. I think that's funny.
2: Oh, it's hilarious. But I just love the fact that the guy was using the police list. <laughs> Unfortunately that's how they found him. But it just said, Hey, this is our list <laughs> who's next? Okay, we better go stake this guy out. Oh there he is, there's a the bad guy. Gee.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: I love that woman in, in Oregon, eh, who uh, found a guy walking up her driveway wearing ma- with matches. So he's a suspected arsonist. She pulls a gun out, fires it, not, not at him, but fires it so that he's got his attention, walks him out to the road, strips him naked, puts him on the ground, and waits for the cops to show up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Gotta love awesome.
2: It. Gotta love it. Okay, let's talk some football. Um, let's pick some games. No, we've got to talk about last week's games. Last week's games were really important. Uh, week 14, we had the Montreal Alouettes visiting Ottawa Red Blacks. Red Blacks were the higher-ranked team. They had a 10-point bonus, and uh, they didn't need that bonus because uh, Montreal only scored 12 points. The Vaj was not doing really well. Uh, Ottawa did get uh, 25 points. And uh, for the victory, uh, Charles picked Ottawa. Will, you had Montreal. Mark had Montreal. And CJ picked Ottawa. We each got two points there, Charles. Uh, the second, second game of the week was uh, Saskatchewan into Winnipeg. And uh, the points were a split there. Saskatchewan being the higher-ranked team, Winnipeg being the home team. Uh, it wouldn't have fucking mattered anyway. Uh, Saskatchewan lit up the Bombers, fifty to eighteen. Okay, fifty to eighteen. Oh my God, the Banjo Bowl. Booh. Saskatchewan won that one. Uh, Charles, you picked Winnipeg. Why? Uh, Will, you picked uh, Winnipeg. Mark, you picked Winnipeg. CJ went off the board and picked, plugged his nose and picked Saskatchewan. Right. Two points for CJ. Uh, The next game, Calgary, Edmonton. Uh, Calgary higher-ranked team, Edmonton home team, five-point split. This would have made a big difference one way or the other because it ended up being a shootout in uh, Cowtown or in Edmonton anyhow. 57-51 for the Calgary Stampeders over the Edmonton Eskimos. Boom. Charles, you picked Calgary for two. Will, you got Calgary. Mark, you got zero for Edmonton's pick. And CJ did the same with Edmonton, zero points there. Uh, and the last game of the week, which was the Toronto Argonauts. I almost took the Toronto Argonauts because, you know, every time I pick Toronto, they win. Uh, so I didn't um And playing in BC, BC being the higher-ranked team because they're leading the league, and also being home, got 10 points advantage. And he they almost needed it. Almost needed it because it was a 22-23 final, 10-point bonus. So, BC got 33 points. Toronto got 22. Uh, Charles, you picked BC. Will, you took Toronto. Mark with BC for two. And CJ, of course, took BC. So, Charles, you ended up with six points for the week. Will, you're down to your typical two. Mark, you got two. CJ got six. So, you didn't catch up. To C.J. at all here, Charles. But I didn't uh, lose any, ground you didn't, league, lose any so ground. you didn't lose any ground. You didn't lose any ground. We traded the week. middle games, okay? We traded the middle mm-hmm. games there. Um, so, yeah. Podcaster Standings has C.J. in the lead with 77 points. Charles at 67. Mark at 49, dropping back a little bit there. And Will dropping back at 35. Uh, the league rankings now has the uh, 12-1 and BC Lions at the top of the 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 standing Saskatchewan at nine two and one followed by Toronto at eight three and one uh Calgary is seven and five Ottawa six and seven. So you know there's there's four teams above five hundred and there's five teams below five hundred. Ottawa at six and seven Edmonton at four and eight at Winnipeg at four and eight Hamilton three and nine and the one and eleven Montreal Alouettes finish out the league. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this week, we have four games. BC Lions are on their second bye of the year, so they're not playing. We have Edmonton in Montreal, Calgary in Saskatchewan, Toronto in – or, sorry, Ottawa in Toronto, and Hamilton in Winnipeg. So the Edmonton-Montreal game will have be a five-and-five five split, Edmonton being higher ranked, and Montreal – uh, being the home team, who are you taking here, Charles, Edmonton or Montreal? Hmm. Edmonton
1: or Montreal. Well, we saw what happened to Montreal last week. The Vadge, as we call him, did not do all that well. No. And no.
2: Uh, who's the home team here? Edmonton. Edmonton and they scored 51 so got... points against Calgary in a yeah, losing cause, it I, 51 in the lose. I, I got to take them. You're taking Edmonton. Yes. Okay, and William. You
1: Edmonton. Go, you're
2: wow. taking Edmonton? What happened to Goal's? Edmonton. Okay, Mark? Edmonton. Wow, we're going to be unanimous here because I am taking the Eskimos. Uh, Second game up, we got the Calgary-Saskatchewan game. Calgary in Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan higher ranked, and the home team. So Saskatchewan has a 10-point bonus. Charles, who are you going to take?
1: Well, I think that Saskatchewan 10-point bonus is going to be the help, and it's going to be what they need. So I'm going to go with Saskatchewan. I bet against them last week, picked Winnipeg against them last week, and,
0: well, that uh,
1: that was a dumb pick. So I'm gonna Come I'm ahead. gonna reverse uh reverse field this time and I'm gonna go with uh Edmonton or excuse me, Saskatchewan in this one.
2: Saskatchewan, okay. And yep. William, you taking the Stampeders or you taking the Rough Riders?
1: Do I ever take the Rough Riders?
2: Nope, never. Okay. Calgary then please. Okay. Just confirming, I gotta hear you, if you don't say it, Sparky won't know it. Okay. Okay. So, and Mark, Calgary. riders, horses. You taking Calgary? Yep. Yeah, well, uh, this is one of those where you plug your nose and you take the Saskatchewan Riders. CJ picks the riders. They were good to me last week. Now, here's the big one for me, Ottawa and Toronto. Um, I've been picking Ottawa. They've been winning. I've been picking Toronto. They've been winning. So uh, I don't know what to do here. Ottawa is the lower-ranked team, Toronto being the higher-ranked team, Toronto's the home team. So we've got a 10-point advantage for the Argos. Charles? I'm torn on this one because I want
1: to pick the Argos, especially with that 10-point advantage, but I think you're going to pick the Argos, and I'm trying to catch you. Uh, so I'm kind of stuck here
0: because it's.
1: But I'm going to go out on the limb. I'm going to take Ottawa as much as I don't want to take Ottawa. But I think you're going to take Toronto, especially with that 10 point cushion. And I'm trying to catch up. So I'm going to uh, throw off a Hail Mary and take Ottawa.
2: Okay. William. Grab oh.
0: your Argos. Ottawa. You're going yep.
2: You're going red blacks. I love the red blacks. I just love everything about them. Uh Mark. Toronto. Toronto. Okay, and CJ is uh just not gonna mess with Charles Head. I'll take the Argos just 'cause okay. I would have picked an I would've taken Ottawa if you went with Toronto, so um I got I got the Argos here. No, I wish I had a, because that a ten Exactly. I'm glad I got you left it for me. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, the last game is the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who are barely out of the basement, are playing the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who are marginally better. Uh, so Winnipeg is at home. They have the 10 points for this one. Uh, Charles, who are you taking? Sorry, who was it again? Hamilton. Hamilton.
1: Bombers. Bombers. Mm, great cup rematch. Um, hmm. Let's see. Winnipeg ten-point favorite. Winnipeg ten-point favorites. Hmm. I picked Hamilton to beat the Bombers in the Grey Cup. I think last week last year, and that didn't work out well. Bombers ten-point favorite. I'm picking the Bombers. And William. Hamilton. And Mark. Hamilton.
2: Over the really? bodies. He's, he's the coin flipping, remember? Oh, good point. And, oh, I'm taking the Cats. I'm taking the Cats. No way am I picking Mon- uh, Winnipeg. Not ever this I year. A, okay, I'm good there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a quick football observation.
1: Okay. Right. Can you guys pl- explain something to me? I'm sitting in front of my TV set.
3: Don't throw um, anything.
1: on no. 10 and on TSN, MLS is playing in a stadium with no fans, okay? Can you explain yeah. to me why the fuck the CFL is not playing? Good question.
2: Yeah, they can't afford to.
1: Money. Oh, my Kay,
2: God. Kay, the one thing, they,
1: and MLS is like hey, hey. Not North America, so that's probably why.
2: Okay, hang on a second here for a second, so, okay? Let's let's look at this in a logical Point of view because we really have to. How many players are there on a field in soccer? I have eleven, no I believe. <laughs> I thought it was. I nine. It's eleven.
3: It's twenty-two total.
2: Yeah. What do you mean by twenty-two? That their roster is twenty-two strong. Team. No, eleven that,
3: on each that, team. So on the field, yeah. you got
2: twenty-two. Uh, okay, right. so it, it's eleven players on the field. Okay. Yep. So, and a team. How many would a team have on the sidelines? Like, how big the roster?
3: They'd probably have another, depending what league it is. Probably at least another ten.
2: We're talking about MLS, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So MLS. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right. Major League ten, Soccer. So you're going to 15, say that probably. their their roster is about twenty one people.
3: Yeah, probably.
2: Okay. Well, what's the roster of a CFL team? Uh, 48, isn't it? 53, isn't it? 52,
1: 53. 53,
2: 54. 53 now with the global yeah. guy, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's the cost of that? And uh, what's the equipment like for soccer? What a do they wear? A they wear jersey.
0: Equipment. Yeah, they, a jersey they
2: wear a, a jock shorts. and they wear a jersey and some socks and a pair of yeah, shoes, de- right?
1: Yeah, but yeah, but
2: was it cost to the move a football average, team's no, no equipment? What
1: is the average price of an M- MLS player? Anybody know?
0: Sure, let's uh, look no it up. I do. MLS. We can look
3: that up. I don't think up. it's cheap. I don't think it's cheap.
2: I think it's no, they're
1: these black people.
2: 410000
1: There's average? Okay.
2: So no, 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 sorry. Yeah, it's, 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 the average MLS player earns $411,000, uh, but the medium is one hundred and seventy nine. dollars
1: Okay, there you go, right there. Yep. I think it's co- just as costly, to be honest with you. Because what's the average uh, CFL player? Twenty two ninety nine if if you have a good day. And there's actually 28 people on uh
2: 28 on the players roster. on the, on a roster. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the the cost of an MLS team is lower. Okay? Per game. Per game cost is lower. Substantially. Now, depending on what kind of TV revenues the MLS gets, because they are a North American-wide organization that is covered yeah. by American sports media, so their yeah. their television pack probably a little nicer than the TSN one for the CFL. Plus, well, they
1: got both Canadian networks. and American. Yeah, they're
3: carried on complete like three or four different networks.
1: Yep. Okay.
2: So, so they probably can play without fans. CFL teams cannot. Nope. In a gate-driven league, you need the money from the people in the stands to pay the salaries. It's just that simple. So does that answer your question, William? Are you okay with that? Or are you still confused? No, I, I, generally I'm, still not,
1: off? no I'm still not okay with it. I'm still not okay with
2: it. You're but not okay with the true. CFL not playing this year? Or you're not. Comp- that is correct,
1: sir. No, or you're not, not okay, okay with okay the with comparison the NFL, to MLSE. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I need more facts than what you're giving me. Sorry.
2: Look well, do your own fucking research, then.
1: Well, well, I will. Okay. Stay tuned to the next podcast, motherfucker. I mean, okay? you
2: asked a question. I gave you a, a logical answer. Backed up by two other oh, yeah, people, Paul. and but, you don't like it. You haven't,
1: you haven't put a lot of research into it. Okay, so I'm, I'm going well, to research more.
2: I don't All research far, soccer.
1: Here's another thing: the MLS yeah. are in U.S. dollars. CFLs yeah. in Canadian dollars. That uh-huh. adds to the cost substantially. Absolutely. I,
2: so. So that's kind of the kind of what I'm asking here is uh, are are the NHL s- salaries in U.S. dollars as well?
1: NHL, I believe, is yes. Yes, it is.
2: Okay.
3: We're the only league that pays in Canadian dollars.
2: Yep, yeah, that's correct. But we're the only league that's only strictly Canadian at this point in time. O- also
1: correct. Correct.
2: correct. So playing strictly, paying the players in America would be really dumb. definitely good.
1: Canadian in what way? Hmm. Team wise in, in Canada. Okay.
2: All of the gate revenue is in Canadian dollars. Every penny of the gate revenue is in Canadian dollars. Correct. Okay, Correct. every penny of every salary is goes out in Canadian dollars. And I
1: don't even have to research that one, Christopher, I knew this.
2: Then why did you ask the question, asshole?
1: <laughs> I didn't ask the question. Are you sure? I, I'm just, in general, annoyed at everything right now, okay? Okay. True story.
0: Okay.
2: So let's... uh. Let's get back to our uh, list of things to do here. So we've done the scores. Oh, yeah. Now, before right? I did this
1: agenda tonight, I was thinking about Will, and because what I had thought initially is that we could just do, like, a two-hour tribute uh, to the Atlantic Schooners, because I know what kind of a kick that Will's on right now with the Schooners, but I thought that might, like, get a little bit repetitive over a few hours. So
2: uh, You mean after 30 or 40 seconds?
1: Yeah, well, that too. I'm extremely disappointed in this panel
2: <laughs>
0: because
1: you got to believe, baby. you got to <laughs> believe. Every night when you go to bed, uh, say it ten times, you got to believe. Go I do believe. schooners, go.
3: And no, it
2: will I, happen. I, I, Trust me. Do you, you want me to make you an admin on the Let's Talk? Please, can we make Marcus Can please. we make
3: Marcus Crandall their first head coach? Head coach,
0: quarterback? Yeah. Are you stupid? Okay, put it at quarterback. Yeah. I'm really trying <laughs> to
1: figure out which is funnier: Will's actual post on that page, or the fact that a lot of the schooner people think he's serious. But Charles, I am. Uh huh. Don't you know me well enough, you Charles? You. Come on, yeah, I
0: sure. am. <sighs> We're meeting
1: 2025, Charles, to go to the Grey Cup in, in Schoonerville. Okay, well, if that happens, I'll be there. Okay, I'm not buddy. I'm planning on getting my ticket. Schoonerville might be fun, actually. Who knows? Well, if you've never been to Nova Scotia well, you I have not make it, Just put it on your list because if you find the right people they are lots of fun, trust me. Oh I uh, are they ever. I've been to a wedding they well it are. wasn't from Nova Scotia, but I've been to a wedding of a bunch of people from Newfoundland and I know that, what kind of wedding that oh, kind God. of wedding.
3: Yeah. It's basically thing. the same thing, Charles. Yeah, I know. Same. It hurts the liver if you do it too
1: often. But yeah, it's quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, Christopher Jones, I am going to I'm going to send you a formal complaint that you guys do not give the <laughs> Atlantic schooners enough airtime, okay? And 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 I I think I think there's there's a lot of uh. racism in the CFL and and you guys are, are are being very, very, very not very nice, you know? Atlantic oh. schooners lives matter, okay? Come on, baby. Oh boy. Well I think
3: so what uh, are you guys talking, talking about? Oh, Hate mail directed to William
1: McDonald, please. I was going to say, I think we lost CJ, but he's back.
2: No, I, you lost me without question. I got kicked That's off. That's pretty right? hot because I saw your last post there. So. It just beeped at me, and, and I, it was dead silent. So oh. I'm on my phone right now. Okay. Um, so why are we sending hate mail to Will? Um, well, no, he's just talking about
1: all the racism in the CFL and how we don't give the Atlantic scooters enough airtime.
2: There is racism in the CFL. I, Atlantic, real, Atlantic wanna...
3: schooner lives matter, Christopher. That Yeah, that's Thanks. right.
2: And I said this to David Benefield the other day. I think that we should have a diversity. I think there should be a ratio in the CFL. We should have a white and black ratio. I think we need to really up the white people in the CFL. We don't have enough white people playing football. You didn't, you didn't
1: say that to David Benefield, oh. did you?
2: I did, actually, yeah. <laughs>
1: Are you retarded? I was going to say, did he block you immediately? No, 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 no. I said, this
2: is how stupid you sound. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what hey, that's
1: two people getting hate mail now.
0: Okay.
2: Hmm. Okay, guys. Um. I'm gonna bow out for five minutes. Can you take care of things for a bit, Charles? Okay. I'm sorry. I just got I just got handed a baby, and I got to take care of this and um, get, go find my earbuds for my phone so that I can talk. Okay. Are you okay with this? You can do this. Yeah. Talk about Gary Wallace. I hate Gary We're Lawless. We're good. So I don't want to have anything to do with him.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm muting that. and going. Goodbye.
1: Hmm. All righty. So what are we talking Are we going on to Gary Lawless, or are we going to talk more about the schooners? Please, God, no. No, I, I, I think the schooners have gotten enough airtime tonight, and it's oh. about time. Oh, boy. The schooners are right. more
3: airtime than Marcus
1: Crandall. Okay, like, come on, I mean, we've guys. We've got to talk about him next, then. Uh. Schooners <laughs> are real people, too. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're just not so, a real team but they will be you got to believe baby go uh, schooners maybe when i'm 80 go schooners go schooners come on all together now go uh, schooners don't Carl, come don't back you have
3: that mute button in there somewhere
1: oh i'm looking for it believe me i'm looking for it go schooners <laughs> Uh, oh there we go here Alright, so yeah, so Wolf says go schooners. Yep, he's he's a big time scooter guy. He's gonna as soon as the schooners start playing he's gonna dump the schooner, uh Stampeders and he'll be all in for the for the Stampeders. You just wait wait and see. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> Alright, and Oh, there we go, I got on the studio. And honestly, for all the actual schooner fans that are still sitting there waiting for the um, waiting for the uh, team to show up, I just got to play this for you. <laughs> now I'm getting hate mail from Atlantic Canada. All right, let's move on to the um, onto the agenda. Not really, Charles. They're all asleep. <laughs> that's true, good point it's cause, Well that's because they got the weird time It's like after midnight there um, Which is weird because if we were playing football there, We'd like start at 3.30 in the afternoon or something Our time Always good Sorry, when the Lions cor- start playing When I'm halfway through my work day Could you correct yourself on that statement, Charles? On what statement? It's not if, it's not if they're playing football It's <laughs> when they're playing football Oh, boy. Who's playing with the buttons? I am. We were talking about the schooners. We were trying to go to Gary Lawless, but we keep bringing up the the, the schooners. But now we can go to Gary Lawless.
2: the, The schooners remind me a lot of Johnny Manziel. Like, why the fuck are we talking about them still? Look, at what point in time are they going to pull the plug on this and stop talking about them? Like seriously, you know, who, you who know, in their right mind? Christopher
1: Jones, Christopher Jones. Money? I am so disappointed in your lack of of excitement over these these schooners. It's gonna happen, baby. I can feel it. Okay, it's gonna happen. So. Go schooners!
2: In the immortal words of Yoda, okay, the sarcasm is thick with this one.
1: Yep. Sorry, I, I, you don't know me well enough if you're calling me sarcastic. I really believe it's going to
0: happen. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm sorry, Will. There's not a hope oh, uh, that it's going to happen. Don't. Okay? It It's just. And I think we've all kind of admitted that better part of two years ago. But it's kind of funny that you've now taken up the torch to them. Well, I don't know, and I'm going to have to think about this for
1: really hard. I don't know. If I can still be a member of this podcast If I don't get some more uh, Support from you guys Regarding the schooners, okay?
2: Okay We'll put out a message To find some new people so
1: <laughs> Come on schooner, schooner appreciation night
2: no, It's not going to happen
1: But The day the schooners do make it into the CFL I want to be your first, first Special guest, okay? Because you know how special I am.
2: Yes, in a short bus kind of way. So, um, <laughs> I did a from Charles. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, this is kind of weird. Okay, uh, the show's going nowhere fast. Can we can we move on? Yep. And, and stop talking about the Atlantic
0: cleaners. Please?
2: Yeah? Okay. Yep. Gary Lawless criticized recent comments from Bob, Bob Young. Was he right? Well, you know, I, I'm actually a fan of Bob Young. I, I like him. I like his attitude. I like a lot of things with him. Uh, the fact that he actually came out and said that he wished that they had decided to play football anyhow. And he actually offered to pay, send money to each of the community-run teams to help share the expenses. I can't argue with Bob. I just don't think they should have done it regardless. I just think the contact of the players is puts too many people at risk. I think that any type of fans in the crowd would just not be work. I I just don't think we should have had a season. And you know what? I appreciate the incentive and the uh, desire by Bob Young to be able to play football this year. But I don't think we should have done it. I don't know. I would never read an article written by Gary Lawless or a quote from Gary Lawless, so I really don't understand what he had an issue with Bob Young. Um, but I think about the finances. I think about the finances.
0: Yep.
3: And it's been brought up by more than one person about that. Some, yeah. Ex, some former players have brought it up and that the CFL is the teams aren't exactly being honest about profit loss. There's a lot of former players and at least one media that have said that the CFL is making a lot more money than they're letting on. And? And that's what he's called them out on because Bob Young said about everybody losing money, and blah, blah, blah. It's just another article to try to get financial figures from the privately owned teams, which isn't going to happen in CFL.
1: Yeah. I think it personally should. I think there should be transparency, but it's not going to happen. You're right. The well, argument used
3: happen. in the article it's I don't turkey. like, but well, so the article I the, the there's a I think it's either a comment in the article or can't remember exactly where it was, but it was basically saying about the CFL, the fans are realistically the shareholders in the CFL because without the fans there is no CFL as it's a key driven league. So the fans they're should not, know more. That's what the article the sh- is saying.
2: They're not shareholders. They're I know,
3: I know, I know. I'm not using the term literally, oh. Christopher. No. I'm using it figuratively. Right. Because it's such a gate-driven league, the fans should know more because they're the ones investing their money. That's the way that they're looking at it. Well, that's where the article's coming from the comment. I I get what he's saying. I do. I see both sides of it. I would love to see more transparency. And I think actually the CFL, if any league would need it, the CFL does. But if they're making money hand over fist and then crying poverty, it's better for them, right? So it's 18 different ways you can look at it. Anybody else go ahead?
1: I just personally I just don't like Gary Lawless.
4: <laughs> I'm not a fan of his, here, I've
1: never been a fan of his reporting. Um he does make some decent points in the article, I'll give him that, but I, I just think he's arrogant. Okay,
2: I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. Do you believe First off, do you believe that there's copious amounts of money that's being made by the CFL teams?
3: Hell no. No. I think there's money being made, and it's not copious.
1: No.
2: Okay. We have three community owned teams. Okay. The Edmonton Eskimos, the Saskatchewan Roughriders, Riders, and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Correct. Yep. Who have the three highest attendance last year? Uh, average attendance from all nine teams in the league. The
1: three community-owned teams.
2: Okay. Okay. Ready. Agreed. Mhm. So we have a salary cap in the CFL. You're not allowed to spend more than this amount of money, right? We know this. This is. I'm, I'm, I'm stating facts. I'm not really they're rhetorical questions. Um, the community-owned teams are obligated to disclose their finances. They're publicly. They're public companies. So you you know what the finances for the mantra are for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are correct, Mark. Yep. Saskatchewan's made public, and so is uh, Edmonton. They are the highest, and this we've established that this is a gate driven leak.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So the more people in the gate, the more money that you would make. Do you believe that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers an extremely excessively uh, wealthy company organization? Did they make copious amounts of money last year?
3: Mm-hmm. They made money, but not that much.
2: <laughs> a- anything to write home and tell mommy about? No. Okay, Saskatchewan was pretty much the same, uh, and Edmonton was a little less. So where's the profit to Bob Young in Hamilton, uh, David Brayley in Vancouver, Calgary Flames in in Calgary, uh, MLSC in Toronto, and uh, these concrete guys in Montreal? And I don't know who the hell owns Ottawa, but so be it. So, the entire concept is stupid. If you think that the CFL owners are getting wealthy off of these teams, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and the debate, isn't it? I'm done. I mean, I know that Nick Lewis went on and on and on about this. This is what. Um, you know, the, they're getting copious amounts of, of tax write-offs, and they're making money, and they're hiding this and hiding that. And it, it, Seriously? You don't know what the hell you're talking about.
3: The new owners of the Montreal Alouettes are hardly making serious money.
2: I know. So, like, calling Bob Young out for this is just is stupid and that's a typical Gary Lawless Mm -hmm. so uh, I go back to my um, belief that Gary Lawless is an idiot he needs to shut up he left the league so he should just shut up because why are we bothering talking about him again I don't think Bob Young should have said what he did so I'm going to criticize Bob Young for that. But I'm not going to criticize Bob Young the way that Gary Lawless criticized him. That's my point. Okay? William, what's your thoughts, buddy? Um, I, I don't
1: believe anything anybody says anymore. How does that sound? <laughs> so I don't believe what?
2: anything. I don't says? believe
1: anything anybody says anymore. Okay. So... so. I don't know if they're not making money or if they are making money, I would I would venture to say that they're probably not making money as as what uh, Bob Young said, not Gary Lawless. So I mean but you
2: never know. You never know. I, I don't think that the teams are making are they're losing money. I know the Beach Lions are not losing money. I don't think the Hamilton Tiger Cats are losing money. I don't think the Calgary Stampeders are losing money. And I don't think Ottawa is losing money. The only team that I I would question right now would be uh, Montreal and Toronto. Legitimately. Not counting this 2020 pandemic year, okay? Like, let's just back up to 1999. Sorry, 1999. uh, 2019. Yeah. And... And and let's talk financials for that. I don't I mean the only two teams that lost money were Montreal and Toronto. And they were they well, Montreal was sold in that year and Toronto I I don't know what the hell's going on over there. They might be
1: like losing money on paper. But
2: they they, every smart businessman does. Yeah. You
1: want your company to lose money.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Right? But in reality... I mean, every,
2: biz- every business has three sets of books. One for the bank, nope. one for the government, nope. and reality. Never lie to yourself. Well, no. Okay, that was bad.
1: I don't know what that was. It sounded like Will walked into like a train station or something like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no I,
1: didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. There no, was that wasn't much Will. Cool.
2: It was... Oh. Somebody was. St- Charles, you were talking and you, it just cut out mid sentence.
1: I wasn't talking at all. That wasn't me. Okay. I just heard a bunch of people in the background. Okay.
2: Anyhow. Vlogcock's doing weird shit tonight. And so my right, uh, earbuds. I can't hear shit with these things right now. Uh anything else? Uh, Gary Lawless anything anything want to talk about this Bob Young finance CFL finances are we going in in reality um uh teams are turning a profit but it's a very small marginal profit and it's nothing to say oh my god I'm so wealthy now. This is these are not dot com dot com companies. They're not making money hand over fist from speculation. Uh they're just they're just existing. Mhm. I, I and I don't I I'd love to talk about this later. I'd love to talk about this later when we get through all of this stuff. And uh and, and find out what we need to do for the league. Because I got another article to write. Um Okay. And William, you think everybody's full of shit. Is that is that the consensus here? I, I,
1: I don't I don't know what to believe anymore, to be honest with you. From any standpoint regarding anything. Okay? That's all I'm I'm saying. Um, what, What is... Well, here you go. Let me ask you guys the question. Speculate for me. If there's no money to be made in the CFL, okay? Yeah. Why are guys like David Braley, Bob Young the Calgary Flames um, interested?
2: Well, Calgary Flames and MLSC to me are the anomaly. I, I, I'm, let's leave that to the end. David Braley uh, is just passionate about football. And a football team is a, um, I, I want to use the word toy, hobby, uh, interest, Uh, He's given away more money to Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, Toronto, Hamilton, Montreal, Calgary, than he's ever put into the BC Lions, and yet BC Lions are his team. Okay? Um, I cannot describe how, how that makes sense to anybody, okay? That's kind of one of the articles that I was looking for. It was a 2009 article, and David Bradley and David was asked about his participation in the CFL and which teams he's financially helped. That I have financially helped uh, every CFL team except for Edmonton. Edmonton is a well run organization. The next year, he had to lend them $4 million. So he has given money to every CFL team in large quantities. Okay. So, and, you know, that that $4 million loan is what took Ricky Ray to Toronto. So why does he own a team? Because he loves the sport. Why Mm -hmm. has he donated millions of dollars to, um, you know, different facilities in the Hamilton area? Uh, he's got what six or eight different um, uh, pavilions at the at the McMasters University named after him, right Cancer research and, and heart and stroke and and lung and, and, and just high tech and that low tech and all sorts of different things right He's, he's uh, built uh, art facilities there that now bear his name. Okay, just Google David Braley, and you'll see what what his name is actually on. It's 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 just amazing the amount of money that he's given away. you don't just get your name on a pavilion or something like that because you donated a couple hundred grand. You had to buy the guy You had to build it. So um, football is just football to him. And um, Bob Young's got way more money than David Braley. He's passionate about the team, and that's the way it is. Uh, Bob Wettnall was the same way. I mean, it, w- it was a toy to him. He, he literally, he enjoyed doing it. This is what, you know, he, he's, he runs his businesses, and he runs hard, and he works hard, and he, he, he it's very stressful for him, and he, he's got to make sure everything's good, but then he can go out and relax and let his hair down and, and enjoy a football game. You know, it, it's like you sitting around after work having a beer. Mm-hmm. It's the same sort of thing for them. Uh, it, it's a passion. It's a hobby. It, it's a it's a away from their reality. And when the CFL, when the league turns around and creates great levels of stress for them because of it, is when they start to lose interest. So that's, that's the way I take it on, 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 on how that goes. Did, did that answer your question there, Will? Why are the Calgary Flames involved in the Calgary Stampeders? I don't know. MLSE is just collecting sports teams in Toronto. They want to own them all. You can't have the Raptors and, and, the, and the Blue Jays and, and everything else and the Maple Leafs and uh, not have the Argos You know, it's like always wanting that one thing on your mantle. You know, having a stamp collection and missing one stamp. That's why MLSE is there. Not because they're going to make huge amounts of money. They don't make money that way. Calgary Calgary Flames are the anomaly to me. I don't understand them that much. Anybody else want to say anything on this?
1: I think we got it I'm pretty good.
0: good here. Yeah.
2: Did it satisfy you, Will? Sure. You're very verbose today.
1: No, I'm, I'm you know, I, I, it sounds good. And I understand these <laughs> guys play hard at at, at expensive toys and I would assume yeah. the FL team is an expensive toy that you don't make a lot of money at.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
2: I mean, you look at David Braley. Let's compare David Braley with Murray um, Pezzum. With who? Murray, Murray Pezzum. Pezzum. Oh, Murray okay. Pezzum was a one-time owner of BC Lions back in the... Oh. 90s, 80s? When was it? It was a long time ago. Um, he was a millionaire. He was a gold speculator. He was a, a stock trader. He was a day trader. He was a, a lot of things. But mostly he was in mining exploration. Um, he was a millionaire, right? I mean, he was, a, he was a wealthy man. But he didn't have enough money to lose it all the time in football, okay? So he bought the BC Lions out a receivership, and and it was kind of like, look at me, look how wonderful I am. I have so much money I can buy a sports team. Uh, look at me. Oh, I'm being investigated for insider trading. Oh, um, mm, mm, I can't afford this team. Here, take it where David Braylon said, okay, here's some money. Let's play some football. I mean, Murray Pesham used to stand in the stands and take off his shirt and throw it to the crowd.
1: crowd. Murray Pesham wanted publicity.
2: He, he was a publicity hound, 100%. That, that's all that's he wanted. All he wanted
1: the attention.
2: It was, look at me. It was he, He's a Donald Trump jr., Really? Okay. hmm And everything he touched failed. Everything he touched failed.
1: He's the one that brought in Mark Gastineau and made a huge big deal about it, a washed-up NFL defensive end who basically just kept getting kicked out of games because he kept getting into fights. Yeah, and the he ran maybe... into Chris Walby. The one, the one notable thing that Murray Pesham ever did he was the one that signed Doug Flutie into the CFL. Yeah. Other than that, everything one, else was garbage. Also the one yeah. that
2: bought. At him a, he's a, the a one that wouldn't resign
1: him there. either. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, and that's the difference. And that's why you want billionaires owning these teams and not millionaires. Because millionaires can't afford to lose no. millions of dollars. Billionaires can lose millions of dollars and go, eh, shit, that wasn't a very good day, was it? Yeah. Okay, what's tomorrow? Where millionaires don't recover from those things. And that's my belief in it, and that's my philosophy on the ownership of it. It has to be owned by somebody with big, deep pockets. Or it has to be... It has to have stability. And that's kind of was my philosophy on my uh, community-owned B.C. Lions was stability. And I was thinking about it on another scale today. Um, I'm, I'm off working in the, the field with an excavator, so I got lots of time to think about a bunch of things. And I think I can swing this community team in B.C. I just need somebody on the ground that can make things happen in Vancouver because I'm not going back to do that. I'm not putting on a suit and tie anymore. So, um, yeah, I think I might be able to do it. I'm going to have a chat with Marco Iannucci and see. He's a happens.
1: good guy to talk to. I think so. Yep.
2: I think so. And I think we can do we can do a um, uh, a mixture of ownership, not ownership, but. Uh, participation of uh, Saskatchewan and Edmonton. I really don't understand how the ownership of Winnipeg works. I, I've tried to figure it out. The only thing I could think of is the province owns them.
3: At the end of the day, they're government
2: owned. They're government owned. So it's not really a community owned team, it's a government no. owned team. No. Okay.
0: Where Edmonton they're owned, is owned by a non
2: profit
3: organization would be the best way to put it is technically who they're owned by.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the, it, I mean, the, all three teams are very similar in that aspect of it. Uh, Saskatchewan has put out shares to the general public, although they're kind of meaningless. They're not. Uh, you shares. do have their, their paper to put on they, your wall. They yeah. They very much have voting rights. Their they're AGM. Yeah. Everybody owns a share has voting rights at it.
3: What are they voting on? It, it, whatever
2: the team does at an AGM, they don't run the day-to-day operations of the company, which they shouldn't, because no, that's not how it works. That's not how what stockholders do. But they do have the right to elect their board of um, board of directors, and they do they have voting rights on it. And Saskatchewan does do that. Um, Edmonton. It it owned by the people. It's owned by a, conglom- uh, a, a group of corporations. Okay.
0: The board
3: group group of directors is picked by bit. the nonprofit group.
1: Yeah. And actually, you're your uh you put that out on there, and you got for the most part you got very good reception on that. There were a few idiots that obviously didn't get it, but for the most part, people liked your idea because it did make a lot of sense
2: they they liked it on the b c lions page. it didn't get the response that I thought it would on the uh, on the let's talk page but. And there's more negative comments on the Let's Talk, obviously, because the the Winnipeg fans just can't wrap their hand around anything that's not great up for them. So mm-hmm. they're, they're the champions in 2020. Anyhow. But, yeah, I I, I think there's a, a, a new level in here, a, 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 another chunk of money that we can acquire.
0: Mm-hmm. And... Uh,
2: uh, another thing is I just I, I just realized that I have a very powerful person that I know quite well. And I uh, I forgot all about him. And I'm going to approach him and see what they have to say. And I think it's pretty cool. I won't say it on the air, but I'll, I'll tell you guys later what it is. Anyhow, uh, let's move on. I don't even know what time it is. Once a quarter after, we're not going to get much done tonight. Uh, for the our discussion last week, Randy Ambrosi believes his CFL 2.0 global initiative could be the key to CFL recovery. You know, if this was a video, call, you would see an actual face palm. Can someone out there please tell me, explain to me how Randy Ambrosi's CFL 2.0 global initiative has any ability to generate any kind of revenue for the CFL?
1: I'm sure if Randy Ambrosi was here, he'd try to explain it to you. TV contract in Mexico.
3: The first zero games this year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: TV contract in El Salvador.
3: Unless he has got a line on, like we'll keep saying, TV contracts in Mexico, in Germany, and wherever else. It's a starting point with CFL 2.0, but it's certainly not the end game. Unless they're going to the States. Which is the end game.
2: But that's not what the 2.0 Global Initiative is. I know. I know.
1: It just, you should include
3: it. it. It's
2: Randy Ambrosy. You know, when, when we had that talk March 1st, was it, Charles? Somewhere around there, the 1st of March? No, it
1: was early. Is it was February sometime?
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I put, Well, somewhere in there. It was the end of February, very end of February, I think because I was back looking at the messages to our lead. And anyhow, um, he made some sense to me, and I actually got a little bit of respect for him on his 2.0 initiative. And it was to um, find global players and bring them to the CFL to play. But it wasn't to get – people in Germany, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, or wherever interested in it. It was to get Germans that live in Canada interested in it. It was to get Italians interested in Canada, that live in Canada interested in the CFL. And to me that made more sense. Okay, that actually could happen. But I I really have a problem trying to find out where you're going to get revenue from Germany or, or Poland or wherever else. It's, it's, you know, it's, 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 all the CFL games are available on stream. So how are you going to get a lot of money out of this? I, I, I don't know. So I, I'm at a loss to how this could be the key to the CFL recovery. It, In all honesty, I think I have better ideas for the CFL than Randy Ambrosi does. Think a lot of people have better
3: ideas. What's that? I think a lot of people have better ideas just sitting around talking than what Ambrosi has. It's a great starting point. What is? The CFL
2: 2.0.
3: Why? As a starting point, of yeah. growing the game, of growing the game, mm-hmm. I don't mind it at all. As an end game, as this is where we want to go, it's n- no, that's a non-starter. You don't, this is not the end game. You are not making your billions off of this. No. There's one country and one country only that they need to get into.
0: Yeah,
2: America!
1: It's true. I mean, that's Listen where them, your money's going to come from. And there's so many people that are still really, really short-sighted saying, oh, uh, Canadian League, no American, no American. I got a news for you. If you're saying no U.S. and CFL... You do not want the CFO to grow then because where else is it going to grow? Uh, you're not getting a team in Halifax. So don't start well. We went through this already. You're not getting teams in Victoria. You're not getting teams in Saskatoon. You're not getting teams in Fort McMurray. You're not getting – there's so many of you, though, of Kelowna. You're not getting these teams. You don't have the top people there. So many people like, oh, well, we could have 14 teams in Canada. No, you can have nine teams in Canada, because those are the only nine markets in the country that can support a professional football team. Sorry, Halifax isn't going to happen. Uh, you want to expand, you got to expand to the south. And do it properly. Uh, oh, I'm so tired of the people that said, well, it didn't you, work.
2: There is a, there, I, I believe we have one more team in Canada, and I think we should. And the two locations that I have picked out for is either London, Ontario, or Windsor, Ontario.
1: The problem is you don't I have a stadium them. there.
2: I, I agree. You don't have a stadium in Halifax, and there's no that again, or.
1: True. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to build one in Halifax. Yeah.
2: yeah no, all they're these, not. I. Uh, Everybody
1: should donate their EI money. Um, That's terrible, Christopher. You shouldn't say stuff like that. Come on. But I, I... I did notice that when Charles was talking about cities that don't, shouldn't, can't have CFL teams in Canada, I did notice that Halifax was the last one he mentioned. So... In reality, I think deep down in his heart, he really believes. So, But that's okay. If he doesn't want to express that opinion, that's that's totally up to him. Anyways, you know what? I personally think they should, uh, you know, 2.0 is a bunch of crap now, I think, because of what's happened, and I think they should get rid of Randy Ambrosio and they should get a fresh face in here who believes in expanding this thing to North America eventually. And making the game more, making the game more attractive to Americans. Sorry.
2: I agree. Don't apologize for the truth.
1: I mean, let's face it. Russians and Germans aren't going to watch the CFL like Americans will. No. We
2: already have Americans who watch it. I don't know why we, we have wouldn't... we have more Americans watching the CFL than we have Canadians.
1: Well, and I wouldn't be surprised by that.
2: Okay? They may not be as passionate. But the viewership is greater.
0: But the thing is,
1: you know where the uh the CFL could actually take advantage of leagues like the AAF and the XFL, if they are looking to expand uh, south of the border, look at those leagues and see what teams they had down there that were successful. Look at places like San Antonio. And I know we went to San Antonio, I think, in 1995, but they really only got one season to grow that team. And they were just kind of thrown there after Sacramento couldn't get a new stadium. But, I mean, you got to look at teams that have had success in the past and also look at cities that are close to the border, which they didn't do the first time.
3: Yeah. Hell, if they put a team in North Dakota, I'd be going to half the games because it's only a two-and-a-half-hour drive.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's how you can help, too. You can build rivalries between the cities. You could have yep. a team in North Dakota and the Bombers. They'd be close rivals. So you could have team, fans coming back and forth to the games. That's how you build rivalries. I mean, I don't think you could put a team down in Washington State because of the Seattle Seahawks there. I still think that Portland, Oregon would be a viable um, market for the CFL. Maybe even Spokane.
2: Spokane.
1: Bocan, Coeur d'Alene area is another one. Yeah, the Tri-City area. And they're they're actually well situated because they're kind of the middle point right between Vancouver and then the Alberta teams of Calgary, Calgary and Edmonton. So they can have rivalries with all of those teams.
2: It, it would be closer for me to try to Spokane than it would be to Calgary.
1: Yeah. M- me too.
2: So, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I learned something the other day and we all know who, um, I'm going to talk about here is Lonnie Gleberman. And do you know that Lonnie Gleberman? we all know that he at one time owned the Ottawa rough riders. Yep. And it didn't do very well. Um, but he did have the wet t-shirt cut this night. Um, uh, and he also was the owner of the uh, Shreveport, Shreveport Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that he's still involved in the CFL?
1: I did not know that.
2: He holds a lifetime, a lifetime, and I don't understand how this happened or what he paid for, lifetime rights. CFL football in the Detroit, Michigan area.
1: I did not know that. That's brilliant. Yeah,
2: I thought that was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And that's one of the reasons why I say Windsor, Ontario, is a um, is, is a interesting pick for a CFL expansion team because the amount of CFL fans we have across the border in Detroit. Because they have Canadian TV available in Detroit, and they watch Canadian football, mm-hmm. and it's it's a huge product there for them. And just, uh, Lonnie owns have the to, rights to it. I did not know that.
1: They just have to figure out a stadium.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I really believe that they were going to do it in the old uh, what was it called, Metrodome or
1: Silverdome? Um, no, Pontiac Silverdome. Silverdome. Yeah, in the Pontiac Dovertome. In Pontiac, Michigan. Okay,
0: yeah. Um yeah But though,
1: they, they blew that up.
0: Blew
2: up. Yeah, they blew it yeah. up. So I don't know what the plan is or if there ever will be. It would be it's an interesting question for Lonnie. But yeah, he owns the right ex lifetime rights and that's the, the word that the uh the article used. Mm-hmm. The spot bought lifetime CFO rights for Detroit. So hmm. any prospective franchise has to deal with Lonnie Hurst.
1: And again, that's another city that's close to the border.
2: But it is the border.
1: Yeah, it's right on the border.
2: Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of funny.
1: Maybe the... Uh... People in Detroit would want an alternative football to what they got now Well, considering the the, the detroit have Detroit Lions have been crap for decades,
2: yeah, but some of the Cleveland Browns
1: <laughs> yeah but you you never know there might be a few people that are willing to <laughs> change allegiances after. Seventy-five years of watching shit football. Just saying.
2: Oh, I, I have no doubt in my mind that a, a CFL team in Detroit would be successful, and a CFL team in Windsor would be successful for the simple fact that the Americans would come across the border. I would love to see you know, the, the, the games half in one city and half in the other, but that doesn't justify a stadium in both cities. I know it can be done. It's just a matter of how. CFL CFL 2.0 Global Initiative should die a very quick and painful death as the Atlantic schooners. Stop talking about stupid things and move on. Uh, Next segment. Why do the Argos and the CFL have so many problems capturing the Toronto market? Glitz and glamour. Toronto Argonauts show no pizzazz. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. Uh, I did hear that they were going to be giving away Argo season tickets to anybody who has Raptor and Maple Leaf tickets. So if you've got dual um, season tickets to the, the, the Maple Leafs and the Raptors, then you will also get the Argo tickets thrown in. Uh, do you believe that that's a good idea? No. No.
1: Not at all. It completely no. devalues the no. product.
3: That just means Basically, they're saying the CFL make is worthless. Yeah, okay. they'll just try to make fun of the CFL. That's they're all just trying, trying to get people to in
1: the building.
2: They're trying to get people in the building, but the wrong way. Now, if no. you look at my article uh, on, on the community-owned BC Lions... And that's in the Let's Talk CFL group, you have this Rudy Loop, Lope, whatever his name is.
1: Lope, I don't know.
2: And he says that, why are the BC Lions not giving away tickets? You want to get fans in the stands, give away tickets. And I'm going... That is the dumbest idea I've heard, and I really don't know how to come up. And Every idea he, this guy has is dumber than fucking stick. Um,
3: the thing people forget he, with that one is it also costs money for the team to bring in people free, because now you have to have more people working concessions.
2: Well, see, yeah. BC Lions don't own the concessions.
1: No, that's true. True, true.
0: So yeah. putting
2: an extra body in the stands, okay, at the BC Lions game actually costs BC money because they pay on – their rent is based on how many people enter the building. Right. Okay. So the, the, the lower the number of people watching the BC Lions game, the lower they have to pay for rent for that day. So everybody's talking about the, 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 you know, BC attendance dropping and, and how they're losing money. Well, they're actually saving money uh, in that aspect of things. So if they pay per person and you're getting $80 to buy your ticket or $50 to buy your ticket and BC has to pay $10 to the, uh, BC Pavilion Company, and I'm just throwing these numbers out there. They don't mean anything. Please don't hold me to them. Um, you're okay you you're making you know you eighty percent or eighty five percent or whatever you're making above that. But if I give away the ticket and I have to pay ten dollars because that person's in the stadium, how does that make sense? it doesn't It's, it's, it's an absolutely stupid idea. Now, the B.C. You know, civilian company makes money on concessions. B.C. Lions don't make any percentage on concessions. Zero. Zero percentage on concessions. So, opening up the upper deck and giving the tickets away just costs the Lions money.
1: Not to mention the fact that if I'm sitting there and I paid 50 bucks for a ticket and I know there are other people that paid nothing for a ticket and they got in, I'm going to get kind of pissed off at that.
2: Well, yes, but I mean... What did I pay for my ticket for give, them? Yeah, the concept was to give away the the really cheap seats to minor football and, and, and this sort of stuff. It's not just giving them to people on the streets. But it, well, giving it, it away to minor football, I think
1: they should, but they and they have in the past.
2: They have in the past, but it costs them money when they do that. So when they do something like that, they have to get a sponsor like us or somebody to sponsor them. Otherwise, it doesn't make financial sense to give away tickets because you're losing money. Every ticket you you give away, you have to have – every four tickets you give away, you have to sell a real ticket. Otherwise, you've lost money. That's your break-even point, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So uh, we go back to why do the articles and CFL have so many problems capturing Toronto? I think Toronto market is different than any other market in Canada. I don't even want to compare it to the BC market. I just think the people in Toronto are arrogant assholes. And they always have been. They always will be. Um, the amount of companies that I have worked with over the years that have head office in Toronto are absolutely impossible to deal with they think they're God's gift to the universe they are the center of the universe and Toronto is just just a, a weird 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 area and Toronto Argonauts are not prestigious enough No of a – if you want to be seen somewhere, it's at a Raptors game. Yep. Okay? You want to be seen, you don't want to be seen at an Argos game. Uh, even even the media that owns them, they're owned by a media company. Even TSN has put out articles that says that, you know, we haven't had a championship team in Toronto since, you know – The Blue Jays won, or something stupid like this, and ignoring the Argos. The the year before, they they get no respect from the media. They don't get respect from the people. They don't get respect from anything. They they just don't. So how how are they going to? Why are they having problems capturing the market? Mm
0: -hmm. That's why
2: they they have to come out and become something other than what they are. And they're continually doing the same thing over and over again. And you're never going to be successful trying the same thing again. It's that simple.
1: And literally they're in the biggest – oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say they're literally in the biggest media hub in the country – Yep, they're vir- virtually ignored by the local media.
2: Well, I, well, so Vancouver is ignored by the local media. Oh, uh, as well. agreed. Right, and I can That's a problem for Montreal. I don't know what it is, but I know the smaller towns are not because that's William.
0: I have a few yeah. questions
2: For you, the first one is easy. Okay. What is the local coverage in Calgary for the Stampeders? Good or bad? Terrible. Terrible. Okay. It's horrible. It's horrible. Okay. I we know um, the media coverage in in Regina is good. We know the media coverage uh, in Winnipeg is good. I I think the biggest media
1: coverage in Calgary is the newspaper. Mhm. And and let's take a poll. How many of us read the newspaper anymore? I don't remember I the do, last Phil. time I... Every day. I, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, That's from says Winnipeg. A lot.
0: Yeah.
1: And I thank you, Mark, because my 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 brother-in-law worked at the Winnipeg Free Press for 35 years, and you supported him. I appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> I, kept, I kept him in a job. <laughs> okay. Anyways, no, it's, it's terrible coverage. I, I think... CFL has terrible coverage in general. Okay? Other than fucking Saskatchewan and Winnipeg probably.
2: I'd like to know what it's like in Edmonton. I I think it's going to be better than Calgary, but not as good as the other
1: two. Yeah, but you know what? It seems that wherever there's an NHL team, with the exception of Winnipeg, the coverage (laughs) is shitty.
3: Except that
1: in Winnipeg... I don't know why that is, Mark. Why is that, Mark? No, no,
3: no. Here's the thing. We have one dedicated sports radio station. We have a TSN station. Throughout the season, last year, just go on last year, until it got to Grey Cup Week, the majority of call-in shows and stuff like that was about the Jets. It was basically all print media here as well. 12, 1290 TSN, it's like... And they have Troy Westwood on in the morning show.
2: And if he isn't
3: talking about soccer, he's talking about hockey. It's hockey first here. Yeah,
2: but he like, said so, he's a kicker. Yeah. But so, no,
1: it's, it's hockey first here. Bombers are second. Here's one of my observations in the last week or so, and I've been thinking about this, because I, I read somewhere, and I can't remember where it was or what it was about, but they thought the CFL, and maybe it was in your article, Chris. I don't, I can't remember. Maybe it was in one of the replies to your article. Somebody said that they thought the CFL could get a lot bigger TV contract. Uh, Stephen Parksman. Right, that's what, who it was, Stephen Spurrier. Yeah, oh yeah, he was, he was talking about the rugby to, stuff. Right, 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 right.
2: Down in, in New Zealand, and yeah, he, he sent to pay me about the, of the All Blacks. I'm, I'm going to do, do some homework.
1: Okay, so so one of the things I thought about when he when he said that was okay. So TSN gave the CFL what 45? Was it 40 million or 45 million Four, dollars? It was 40, Forty million. million. Forty okay. million. Okay, and and the coverage other than games on TSN sucks. Okay? Yes. Absolutely sucks. And I'm thinking maybe Sparksman is right. I guess 40 million dollars is nothing to TSN. <laughs> and they just throw it at they just throw it at the CFL and maybe we could get a lot more money.
2: I think it's a charity thing. I really do too. I honestly, I, I honestly do.
3: Hell, TSN didn't even have a CFL weekly show until the pandemic season.
1: Right. Yeah. Which I think is ridiculous. If, if your main sponsor or your well, the main sponsor for you doesn't even give a shit. And that's the way it comes off sometimes. The problem is, so where are they going to go? Sportsnet doesn't care. Well, once again, there you go. You go to ESPN, okay, and you get it in America, and a lot of problems are solved.
2: Who owns TSN? Bell. Who owns Bell? MLSE. No, that's the bottom. MLSE is owned by Bell, okay, and Mm -hmm. TSN. ESPN owns TSN. That's right. ESPN ESPN owns Bell. So if we want to go to ESPN, we already are. They already own TSN.
1: But we can't go to ESPN solely because ESPN is not on Canadian cable.
2: No, no, they're not. And they're not allowed to be. No, because of
1: TSN. Because of TSN.
2: That's why TSN was created. It was created because ESPN couldn't get on the Canadian table.
1: Nope. You know, I was thinking that... ESPN said,
2: oh, let's build a Canadian subsidiary, and we'll call it the Sports Network.
1: Even though I get ESPN, but whatever.
2: I'm thinking that Pierre
1: Jr. is throwing money around a lot. Maybe the CBC would bid for the CFL, and we could get $100 million out of them. What do you think? Well, why not? You give it to everybody else? Well... No, actually, they've already shown they're not giving money to the CFL. Yeah, but it's kind of the, their TV station. It keeps their TV station afloat. And, and you know, maybe, and, and on top of that, you could fly all the players around Air Canada that would keep that afloat. All right? It's perfect partnership. There you go. <sighs> What was the second question, Christopher?
2: The second question was um, why do you think that the Argos are not relevant in Toronto?
1: Why do I think? I think there's there's too much competition for the sporting do- dollar. Number one. There's a
2: lot of sporting um, dollars
1: there. Yeah, I know. Um, but let's face it, okay, like I don't know what it's like in Winnipeg, what it's like in Vancouver, but when the when the fucking <sighs> when the Maple Leafs come to Calgary, half the stadium is Leaf fans. Yeah, it's the same here. Okay. Okay. I'm sure it's Staley, the same in Winnipeg. Winnipeg, right, Mark? Yep.
0: Yep. Okay, yeah. So they yeah. They
1: have a, they have a huge following, and that takes a lot of the buck in 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 uh, Toronto, and of course. The Raptors winning last year is going to take even more dollars away from them. And I, I've always said the, the key to every club's success is a winning team. And it's the truth. That puts more bodies in the seats.
2: I know. That's why Toronto...
1: Is. Only Toronto has
3: the same amount of empty seats after they've won a Grey Cup.
1: Yeah, well, but they lucked out on the Grey Cup. I think that's what yeah. part of the problem was. Toronto's a hockey team.
2: theory here that I, I, I uh, subscribe to is that is in Euro, Go ahead, in Europe, Euro, Toronto has a shitty team. Okay? But every once in a while they win the Grey Cup. It has nothing to do with the quality of their team. There has to be something somewhere there that is making it work.
3: One of the problems, too, with the hockey teams, with the CFL teams that have hockey teams as well, it's hockey first. It's Canada. Everybody can keep saying that the CFL is Canada's game. It's a Canadian tradition. No, it's not. Canadian tradition is hockey.
1: It always will be. Well, so Canada can have that, more, more than one tradition. Yeah, but
3: the major sporting tradition in Canada is hockey. And it shows in the cities that have both CFL and NHL. You'll find far more NHL coverage then you will CFL in any of those cities. Vancouver, uh, who gets more coverage, the Canucks or the Lions? It, it,
2: it, hang on a second. Vancouver is on a five-game win streak, okay? Mm-hmm. NHL is in off-season. BC Lions have a game at home. There's one-and-a-half pages in the newspaper. There is nine pages on the Canucks. And they same thing
0: in, fucking play in. Mm-hmm. It'll be the
3: same thing in Calgary and Edmonton. Correct, Will. It'll be yep. the same thing in Winnipeg. It's the same thing in Toronto. Ottawa well, who knows Ottawa with how shitty these senators are. But I'll bet you it's well, well there too.
1: It's just how I it mean, is. Hockey is
0: to,
1: Canada. I tend to agree with Mark hockey is Canada because I look at I look at the flames and Okay, the Flames haven't done anything since since 2004. Okay, look at how many winning seasons the St. Peters have had since 2004, and you still can't get people in the seats. Whereas a Flames game, it's it's fucking it's easy to get people in there. Okay, so I guess we're still hockey cities which is too
3: bad. Well, look at
2: Vancouver. They've they never won shit.
1: No,
3: I know. They've never
2: won shit. No, no. Hell, no, they
3: get to the Stanley Cup final and they have a riot.
2: Yeah. It's, it's 55 years, and they haven't done shit. There's only one team in the CFL that is worse than the Canucks, and that's the Maple Leafs. Both of those teams sell up their stadiums or arenas.
1: But a lot of that is corporately done too. Well, um, we can sum it I can sum it all up for by by the name by the name of a guy named Andre Laporte. He's a buddy of mine. He was at the last Stanley Cup final that Toronto won. He was seven years old, <laughs> and he still talks about it like it was yesterday,
2: <laughs> yeah. And it was just yesterday. Do, do, do you remember oh, what the hell was that guy's name? Because the Toronto, the Hamilton fan with a bad mouth on, on Frank's show, Charles. You know who I'm talking about. The which one? The 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 uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats fan that was on Frank's show. Canada of Frank Live, or yeah, Canada Frank Live. Um, when we, I don't even know. Maybe you weren't on it yet.
1: I don't think I was on there yet.
2: Um. Oh, Bruce John Itch was his name.
1: Oh, right, yes. Yeah, I remember him. He used okay. to be on the board. I haven't seen him in a long time, but he used to be on the Facebook pages he, he, all the time.
2: He's an old guy, but he's not that old. He's not as old as I am. He was mm-hmm. born the day Toronto last won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> And that was, what, 1867?
3: And they still sell out on basically every game every year. Yes, it's corporate, but they still sell out. How many corporate seats do CFL teams sell?
0: Vancouver, a many. lot.
1: Not
2: in Winnipeg. A lot, a lot in Vancouver.
1: That's a, a lot of Winnipeg. Shows, and, and, and then
2: nobody shows up. Mm-hmm. And, yes, Charles, that's because of the voice. Yeah. And I'd like to take that concept and put it on steroids. And I think it's one of the most brilliant initiatives in the CFL. Far better than CFL 2.0. Okay. Moving on. Let's oh this one's gonna be fun. It's gonna take all of ten seconds because that's about how great his career is. Former bomber Chris Stravler made his debut with the Arizona Cardinals last week. Will he (laughs) see sustained success? Sustained success. He had one carry for three yards.
1: This one was for Will. One carry
2: for three positive yards. I'm going to
1: admit it. Uh, I'm sorry. I lost my mind when I saw that. So did I, but I was lost. I absolutely lost my fucking mind that people are that desperate in that city. And, yes, there was four posts on our Facebook pages, okay?
2: Four Uh, posts. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's
1: Ridiculous. Four posts. Okay? And, And I... Put on my post and everybody was calling me Debbie Downer and blah blah blah. Fuck guys, it was three yards, one carry.
3: Come on. But, but will? Hey, three down either
1: wrote an and article. now he's a legend. Three down wrote an article about it, which is oh, awful. Is. Will we
2: see sustained success from him?
1: Well The only thing, <laughs> the only thing, and I looked online to see you if what, there he was, got a first down. Yeah, but I looked online to see if there was after the game of him wearing his fur coat, smoking a cigar, drinking <laughs> booze because he got three yards on one fucking <laughs> carry.
0: <sighs>
1: uh,
3: I will say, in his defense, he's done better there is than I no thought he would. No, but he's done better than I thought he would because.
0: I thought he's he was going backup.
3: to get cut. We either thought he was going to get cut or he'd be third string or practice roster. He's on the active roster.
2: If he's, they're starting two the back he's still third string. No, he's no, second. He's, number
3: two.
1: he's listed two. He's listed but, number two. But do I need to say hmm. anything other than he's number two on the Arizona Cardinals? they're about as relevant as the as the Phoenix hockey team, whatever the coyotes. Coyotes. Speaking of speaking of teams that haven't done anything, I know. But
3: he is one injury away from for that game anyway, being the starting quarterback. So he has he's exceeded my
1: expectations. I really okay. want to see that happen, and, just to see what happens from there. Christopher, Christopher yeah. our Facebook more than three pages, yards. the Facebook pages are going to collapse
0: if he happens <laughs> to
1: throw for 37 yards, okay? okay. <laughs> it, it's okay. going to be like you won't be able to keep up. I want to see him do a one-yard touchdown plunge and watch everybody lose their shit. Yep. I'm thinking... By the end it's of next season, Charles, by the end of next season, I think he could run for president if he does as well as he did in Winnipeg in Arizona. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't the, think the uh,
2: Americans. I don't think well, the Americans are giving him this much credit. I think. It's no, it's
1: all the bomber fans. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I think he, he, he might be able to run for a prime minister.
1: Someone took time out of his day to actually take a video clip. Of his three yard run and post it online. Like well, on it's some on will, it was a major thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. And he he dozed over for so
3: three yards.
0: And I there have were so to admit, many media requests
3: am, for him that for a guy that ran one time for three yards had to have his own separate media availability.
1: He, he never no, saw the field Winnipeg. after that. Yeah. They're all from the I have Winnipeg. to admit. I have to admit, when I saw that posted online of his highlight, before I watched it, I'm thinking, okay, he's gonna take this ball and he's gonna run 97 yards. That's why this is on here.
2: And <laughs> then fell
1: over. And then hell all over. I see is he gets tackled. That's it. Uh, I'm three like, yards, what? first down. It was a first down, though. I mean, you, don't, you can't take that away from him. Cause Cause that's, that's really he's a all he short has.
2: QB. He wouldn't be in the in the game if he wasn't.
1: <laughs> Let's see him throw right. a complete a pass. See what they're gonna do if that happens. Thank oh. you for putting this on, Charles. Thank you. Oh, I don't mind telling hey. you, this is exactly how I thought it would go. Yep, this is what I was <laughs>
2: aiming for. I- We're almost out of time here on this show, and we didn't get to anything that I wanted to do. But um, let's just continue on here. The CFL is forming a committee to look at Vancouver Market. What are the biggest obstacles on the West Coast? Why do you need a committee? Why don't you just come and talk to Chris and Charles? We've Uh, already done this. I'm writing articles on it. You want to form a committee? Oh, shit. Randy and he has to go away. Who's
1: going to be on this committee? I don't know if the article said, but who are they putting on this committee? Oh. I,
2: by the way, I did talk to Arlene the other day. Yep. We were we were messaging back and forth, and I uh, asked her about the uh, the the meeting that we were at. Right. The, uh, right whatever the hell it was called here. What was good. the future CFL realized that heard back that anyhow. Um, uh, what did she say? It's so good for people to hear your perspective on things. I was happy to see the NFL working in plans with the fans on the stands that won't be there. Uh, anyhow, she just said that, yes, it was so good to have us there that we She absolutely will have us back if they do this again.
1: Mhm. So, I, I'm all good with that. I wonder, can just you and I be there and, like, nobody else? Because that would be more productive.
2: Oh, yeah, I know. Let's just not go cool there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to get on that. I mean, it, it, some of the people in there, I on it, they didn't even know the rules of the game. You do it.
1: And maybe that's part of the problem with the CFL.
2: <laughs> I, I seriously, I don't know how many times that I have to explain the rules to people who have been fans for twenty plus years. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, granted, I don't know all the rules, and uh, but I'm pretty good at most of them. And if I need a, if I have a problem, who, who do you who Who would you go to if you had a question on rules, Charles?
1: Who would I go to? What do you mean? Who would
2: you ask for? Who would be your authority of choice?
1: On rules? Besides
2: me. Yeah,
1: besides me. I'd probably go to someone that (laughs) actually plays in the league. Google. No,
2: no, no, no. Richard Olson.
1: Yeah, he knows a lot. God,
2: he knows a he lot knows, about rules. He knows freaking everything. Okay. Um, let's just carry on here. City staff says Regina is projected to face a general fund operating deficit of $5.1 $5. $5. million. You've two minutes. The financial in- I know. Oh, yeah. I got, a, I got a minute and a half. I'm watching it. Uh, because of financial impacts caused by COVID-19, could Mosaic Stadium be in trouble? So, the city is operating at a $1.5 million deficit. The Saskatchewan Rough Ride are running at, what did they say, a $2.4 million deficit here? Um Yeah, I think there's some serious going on in this town. And that's why you need owners with pockets or something other than a, uh, a, a football team that is two checks away from bankruptcy, just like most of the people in this country. So... Anyhow, um, and I'm not even going to deal with the last one. I'm sorry. this is, We've got a showdown. This is the Truck no. podcast episode number 453. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. Thank you very much for sticking around and listening to our bullshit for the last two hours. Uh, I, I greatly appreciate it, and I'll uh, leave something out of it. Uh, 34 seconds left on the show. Charles, say goodnight, my friend.
1: Goodnight, folks. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week good
2: night
3: everybody talk to you next week
2: and yeah and, and we're gonna do we're gonna be productive we, maybe uh bill well, say good night
1: good night everybody go schooners go
0: schooners,
2: go schooners. Uh, you know your co made more sense
0: at least there are